Hello, and welcome to uh, episode 510 of the LeadCast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Thinking Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Happy not a Wednesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday. It is uh, thanks the week of Thanksgiving, so we are uh, recording a little bit early, so you guys can can have access to uh, to all your league cast needs. Um, but so that uh, when you're in a food coma from eating way too much, you'll have a podcast to sit down, listen to, and fall asleep with. Exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, we're not going to be around for or Colton and I at least won't be around for the Wednesday, so we're recording it um, Tuesday. Um, on this episode of Leadcast, we have uh, some Leadcast news, a little bit of new news. Um, we have a guaranteed guffaw that Aiden's gonna gonna guide us through, uh, and then we'll talk about uh, competitive league. There's a little bit of news there, uh, some roundtable uh, questions uh, or answers from last week, and a new question, uh, and then we'll round it out with some emails. So, Absolutely. Uh, but before, yeah, before we, we get, get into, into the show. <laughs> I was going to transition for you since you normally forget. Go ahead. Uh, I remember before we get time. into the rest of the show, we want to thank our sponsors for today's episode. Uh, first of all, Manscaped, who you'll hear a little bit more about later on, and Gamercraft. Uh, in case you guys are unfamiliar, we've been partnered with Gamercraft for a couple months now, I think. Um, but they are the competitive hub for gamers of all skill levels with the ultimate goal of bridging the gap between the pro and amateur scenes by providing premier competitive experiences otherwise not available to the everyday gamer. They run daily skill-adjusted tournaments with over $40,000 in monthly cash prizes, taking competitive league tournament experience to the next level. Um, They've got a bunch of really cool things that kind of set them apart from other tournament platforms, uh, anti-cheat technology, fully automated matchmaking, anti-cheat detection, like I said before, the tournament, the bracket, the prizes, all of it's just kind of done, automated through the app, which is really nice. Uh, All you have to do in order to get in on those tournaments is download the GamerCraft app. It'll have you kind of link up your league account and you can start joining tournaments right away. If when you do get that app, you go ahead and put in code LEAGUECAST, they'll give you $2 for free. You can use that Um, to get entry into some of the paid tournaments, or you can use it to get yourself something nice for for $2. I don't know what you can get for $2 these days, but it's $2 for free by putting in the code LEADCAST uh, and downloading the GamerCraft app. Get out there and play some tourneys, my boys. Yeah, they actually have a huge uh, ARAM tournament tomorrow. It's a 32-team like cap tournament for ARAM, Damn. and the prize pool is $600. Yeah. So if you're first place, you get like $300. So uh, I was sure. thinking about playing in it, but I think it's like a little bit late for me. But uh, it looks fun. So sign up for late that. Late long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. That that sounds awesome, though. I wish uh, I wish I'd be around so I could so I could participate. Yeah. Yeah. So again, thank you, GamerCraft, and on to the show. Aiden, how was your week? Mike was good. Uh, not a lot of league because, I mean, the season's over, so that means I don't have to play league. Um, <laughs> that being said, I played, I think I played two games. I played uh, two Lethal Tempo Tom Kench games, and I've been just trying to fuck around with that. I think it's pretty gross. I posted a clip in the Sixth Plays channel on our Discord, um, and it's just, like, dumb. You can do some gross combos because of the attack speed that you get. Like, just, like, um, Q stun into uh, double auto uh q eat them spit them out uh like Jeez. q stun again it's like it's so gross what you can do it's like you can do some crazy shit uh i, I definitely want to like play a little bit more with preseason stuff there's like some op shit which i guess maybe we could do a section on sometime where like early op stuff like sure, um, yeah. 
first strike jace is gross right now we've got lethal tempo gwen there's like a bunch of good shit um the new axiom arc nocturne stuff like that um Mm -hmm. but either way i'm I'm having a lot of fun with it uh i've also been playing a shitload of tft uh i only play hyper roll but i've been playing so much tft hyper roll it's it's probably one of the best sets they've had in like a long time nice what's your favorite uh what's your favorite comp to run I think my favorite comp right well it was scrap I was a little scrappy boy I played scrap every game <laughs> but uh I've been kind of running different stuff every game the most fun I've had is probably playing mercenaries I think but the only the only other like really standard time was I played bruiser because Kennedy and I were like just playing tandem TFT on the same computers like <laughs> choosing just playing together whatever like hey do this and we got an allowee with a, a giant spell on her like from the starting carousel and we went ah that's big bitch allow she's gonna be our carry <laughs> and we just made her our carry like put full tank items on her she didn't really do anything because she's a fucking allowee mm-hmm. she was like three starred or whatever but we <laughs> just got first in a game where we just ran full bruiser because we had big bitch allowee yeah, on our team so it's it's funny because like See Bruiser, Play Bruiser has been something that you could do, like, the last two sets, yeah. maybe even three. Like, I, I think the, the biggest, or, like, the worst it ever was, was when a set was a five cost. Oh, yeah, And yeah. you could put crazy tank items and, like, one AP item on him, and he would just pop your whole team <laughs> because he would do, like, 100% of their tank's health to the whole team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, See Bruiser, Play Bruiser is always fun where you're like... What if I played eight tanks? Yeah. And, like, one support? <laughs> yeah. I still really like Tom Kench in the set, because you have to feed him units every single round, yeah. so you just get stronger. It, it's it's really fun. So, it's uh-huh. it's a really good set, though. I'd really recommend it. If, people, uh, if you got into TFT early, then you kind of, like, dropped out with all, like, the various sets over the years and stuff. So, uh, it, uh-huh. it's really, good. Yeah, I really think good. any time they put out a new set is, a, like, is a good time to just give it another try if, like you did enjoy it at one point and then there was like a set or a meta you didn't like and stopped it's just like yeah wait till the next one because that's yeah. something i think anyone who's played a lot of tft has experience where they're like i don't like the current meta or i don't like this whole set i mean i've definitely had it more where it's just like man the the two best absolute best team comps i just don't want to play like yeah. when when mech was like the best or like top three I, I never wanted to play Mac. I never ever wanted to play Mac, so yeah. I just like didn't really play a whole lot then. But uh, I've been playing some TFT too, and I've been liking this set. Yeah, you want to tell us about it? Uh, anything else that went on in your week as well? Yeah, um, I mean, not a whole lot. Uh, played a couple games of League. I think I played like one or two games of solo queue because I didn't want to play normals, and they were just really like sad because I didn't care about winning anymore. And I was just, like, playing mid, and my team was just so bad. Like, our jungler had no pressure, our lanes were all fucking inting, and we FF'd at 20 minutes when we were down, like, six kills. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, wait, this yeah. is fine. Like, this is absolutely winnable. Um, outside of that, um, not not too much. Work's been really busy, so that's been, I mean most of my time during the days and then uh getting back in on some more renovation projects but uh that's that's about it for me so i'll hand it over to you nick what you up to yo i uh this week i've played a little bit of uh, ultimate spellbook boy there's something about fun game modes that brings out the worst in people i feel like i've inflamed (laughs) so much in that like oh i'm hard stuck d1 but i'm but i have a 60 percent win rate and I'm being called that by a silver player. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't when, know. 
like even like if you're i mean you don't flame people for ranks regardless but like you can be any rank and you will get flamed like even though that you're like top zero point whatever percentage yeah. of players uh because <laughs> i was playing with trevor one time and someone flamed him they're like you've been fucking you've been hard stuck diamond for the last <laughs> six years and it's like i i guess that's an insult but like it's it's not like that's a bad place to be <laughs> no yeah it's, it's especially funny when like I, i've been hard stuck at the place that's literally a thousand lp higher than than your peak it's like, the highest tier yeah like yeah I don't know. It's, I, it's so yeah, it's it's cringe but yeah uh i mean it's still fun the game mode is still a blast i have a lot of fun playing it um i had a a sim i picked samira and got jarvan ulti which was super fun my support ended up taking a kill uh kill so mm -hmm. i um uh I, I got to 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 be big that game i think we lost that one anyway but it was uh <laughs> it's really fun to just play characters with uh with different ultimates so yeah no it's super sick Mm -hmm. uh, also like i was looking at the pve like for their patch cycle and stuff the way they're doing it this year is um they're going to like on a weekly to, oh, sorry every I guess two weeks basis they're going to remove the least used ultimates and add new ones in oh that's so cool which is I like what a great lot. idea like yeah. if if an ultimate is super underused like removing it's yeah, not it's a bad a idea mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah no one wants to use it so mm -hmm. and i think there's right like there's the fine line of like you you remove the ones that are just stupid strong right like they, they got rid of malphite ultimate right yeah um and Tremere was a was one that they got rid of last time as well. Yeah, yeah, like right. You you don't want the ones that are going to be hundred percent. I always pick this, but you also don't want the ones that are like, eh, maybe like five percent of the time you'll take it. You know, you want ultimates that are like, ooh, I have an actual choice between you know what's available and like, yeah, I, you, I want to take all of them. You mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. It's you definitely don't want to have a situation where like, uh, well. I didn't really get any fun ultimates this game, so I guess I just have to play it out with these lame ones. I was so. like, you obviously you can't do customs because Riot doesn't understand. Like, I don't, I don't understand why. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's I that's kind of wild. What if you had Nemesis draft uh, ultimate spellbook? Where so fun. Like, like we could do it if it was a custom game where you just like choose someone on the enemy team and you guys like yep. at the very beginning of the game you tell them what your three ultimate choices are and they get to choose for you. Like that would be mm -hmm. that would be fun because like yeah, it's one of those things where someone gives you like a shitty ultimate which is still like obviously goofy and gimmicky and then you just beat their ass with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I I think this is something we've definitely like preached about. Start combining game modes. I think it would yeah. be so fun to play like even even one for all ultimate spell book like everyone's yeah. the same character but you get different ulties like that sounds really <laughs> fun that'd be so hard to fade <laughs> like <laughs> it'd be fun though <laughs> yeah but i mean it doesn't have to be like balanced or anything you yeah. know keep mm -hmm. it around for 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 a week call it like ult mm -hmm. like ultimate spell book augmented or something like that and, and yeah or game modes augmented you know but mm -hmm. and, and i think part of it also would be like especially when they they do because like most of the custom game modes are pretty unbalanced like that's just how they're built B put the reward structure on them outside of like win loss right it's just yeah. like play games use however many unique ultimates or like yeah like all of the like right build those factors and like put you know whatever custom rewards you want to be like just play the fucking game mode like it doesn't matter if you win or lose obviously this is not meant to be a balanced game mode mm -hmm. so like yeah. just have fun with it and yeah. do weird I, I, shit like give their yumi singed ult and he's then they're like what do i do with this 
I don't think they have the technology to do it, Nick. But yeah, if you had uh, Ultimate Spellbook augmented, and then every single game you get into, it's uh, Ultimate Spellbook combined with a random other. Oh, game that mode. would be so fucking like, fun. One game, it's fucking Hexakill. I don't know how they do Hexakill. I guess Hexakill doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, maybe but, not like, the rest of them. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like every game, it's like yeah, it could be it could be Earth one game. It could be whatever. It's like that. That sounds fucking sick. Like it does. Yeah, I mean, it could be Aram one game. Yeah. Right. Like there's there's no reason they couldn't. We're sneaking in the uh, the ARAM map on this one. Like I just I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I I definitely think that's the that's the future of these game modes. Is you know Earth Earth Ultimate Spellbook sounds fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. and I think like just from yeah from a su- su- yeah sustainability side, like obviously there's going to be some level of programming difficulty to make those mesh, but mm-hmm. I would imagine it's not terribly like difficult or as hard to do as creating a brand new game mode yeah like writing the code for it developing it testing it as opposed to just being like okay we already have you know this code that does ultimate spellbook what if Mm -hmm. we just put all the characters on the aram map or what if they were all the same character on you know on the aram map or yeah everyone's the same character but it's also earth right those ones aren't i imagine super hard to implement and then there's so many more combinations where instead of like, all right, team, it's been three weeks, time to come up with a brand new random rotating yeah, game yeah. mode. They're just like, um, actually, we just made Doom bots, but <laughs> the Doom bots are all Teemo. And like, just give it custom games. That's all we need. We don't. Yeah. We don't even need those yeah. all the other shit. Just give us custom games, man. That's yeah, just, just let us let us play the, the rotating game modes yeah. in customs, and we'll yeah. be happy. But otherwise, uh, I think that's. I mean, I think that's about it. Nice. Looking forward to to Thanksgiving, one of my uh, one of my favorite holidays. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's. Uh, I think that's about it. Um, cool. So yeah, let's get into the show. We've got one new Patreon, uh, one new patron this week. Uh, Jay Picante, thank you so much for your support and uh, enjoy your content. Uh, do we have any leadcast news, Aiden? Yeah, the only real thing is, uh, first of all, Nick and I recorded the new patron episode, so we're going to go yeah. right through the Y characters. So Yasuo, Yon, Yumi, and Yorick. We talked about all those characters. Uh, we actually had a lot. I think we had a good, uh, good amount of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be up. I mean, that's up right now if you're a $1 patron over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Uh, or you can wait a month, and it will be up on our YouTube channel next month, uh, December 23rd-ish. So I can't yeah. wait to listen to that and be like, Man, they really fucked up that character. I should have been there. It's we referenced you. Can you guess what character we referenced you in? <laughs> I, <laughs> can I you guess what ability we referenced? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Yeah, no, it's fun though because we did Yasuo and Yoni uh-huh. as kind of like a duo because we yeah. pretty well talked about how like their kits kind of are had to kind of have to be like a mirror of one another and it's fun. It was it was really good. Um, yeah, it was great. Anyways. Time. That was the main thing. And the other thing is that I, hey, I'm, I I got hit a sub goal like a month or two ago uh, on Twitch and I promised to do a 2v2 tournament. So I am doing a 2v2 tournament on this upcoming Saturday, the 27th. Yeah, the 27th at 11 a.m. EST. It should run for probably like a max of two hours, depending on how many people sign up. It's 2v2 on Howling Abyss. It's to the Nexus. Um, so meaning you like have to, it's not just first blood, 100 CS or whatever. It's literally you have to kill the enemy Nexus. Uh, you have to sign up with a teammate, but you can always like check for teammates and are looking for group channel all the information about this tournament and how to sign up is in our announcements channel on our discord discord.gg slash leadcast uh, i would love if you guys came in uh played or just like tuned in it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun i think yeah awesome uh let's jump into the new news the rising news whatever last sim- uh samurai wants to call it yeah um 
yeah, so we've got uh, two little pieces. Um, first up, uh, first up, there's a maybe it's an arcane spoiler. So jump ahead like thirty seconds. I don't, I don't think, think so, but yeah, it it's not long. about it's not a spoiler about the show. It's it's just like a yeah. yeah. Anyways, but, a five second warning. <laughs> yeah, season uh, two uh, has been confirmed. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, I mean that's really all that there is to it. Um, but I don't I don't know if some puritists would not want to know that information you know yeah it's one of those things where it's weird because it confirms that like the story doesn't f- the yeah room terror isn't gone at the end of the thing you know what i mean or whatever yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it's cool either i'm excited i'm gonna watch that show sometime next month and then maybe we can do like a little spoiler cast or something about it we'll yeah see. that'd be awesome but. uh and then the second and more exciting piece of news i think is uh there's been a project l update and if you don't remember from riot's 10 year anniversary a year ago a year and a half yeah. ago um Project L is their fighting game, so yeah, they've 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 come out with uh with you, you know uh, an update talking about the the uh the the difficulties in making it the the things that they're trying to to do with it, and they showed off some gameplay, which is honestly what we're all here for. Um, it looked super super good, uh, kind of like a a, a tag fighter similar to uh, I don't know Fighter Z is probably like the most well known comparison at this point. Yeah. It, it looks fucking great though. Like they, all, yeah, like them announcing it's a tag fighter is the first time we've heard that too. So that's kind of cool to see. Uh, I really wasn't sure what direction they were going to go in with that, but I think tag fighter works really well with League of Legends mm-hmm. IP. Yeah, it's it's a tag fighter and it's two D. I think those are right, like the the big defining and yeah. tag definitely would be first. Um, but it, it it looked good. We saw a couple of the characters. Obviously, there's going to be much more in the roster. Um, yeah, we've seen Echo, Jinx, Ari, and Darius as the four so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and uh, fucking they... Echo might be one of the coolest fucking fighting game characters I've ever seen. He has like little like rewind mechanics that you can do, and it looks so crazy for mix-ups. It, yeah, I'm so it fucking excited. Super sick. Definitely, like he. Oh, he reminds me so much of. Oh, is it um, Zero from Ultimate Marvel? Is oh that yeah, what that yeah character's I, I think I think so. I'm not sure fully. I haven't watched too much Ultimate Marvel. It's some. But... Someone from I think Mega Man, but looks super super cool. Definitely very cool. Um, lots of interesting like assists that they showed off, and and they showed off some like abilities, but looked super super cool. Looking Just the movement looks so sick, man. It looks, it looks fast. Very clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I, like I'm definitely not good at fighting games. I've never really been good at fighting games, but yeah. this is a game that I will try my best to get good at, and uh, hopefully I can get gold. My goal goal is to get gold in all of uh, Riot's games. So uh, <laughs> it'd be cool. I, I I think this is gonna be such a fun game to uh to have like uh like spoilers uh community nights for mm-hmm. um we just have like a giant like tournament not a not a tournament mm-hmm. but uh like a lobby of just like one v ones for everyone and, and everyone spectates mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i was gonna say that would be so fun where if you were just like in a channel with like 12 people and it's like all right nick v parts let's go and everyone else is just spectating talking shit well they have like um i, I know tekken had this where it was just like a, a lobby and everyone would be in it and you know certain people would fight and you fight until you lose and it would mm-hmm. just rotate through everyone i think that would be so fun yeah i also but, uh once again the only other take thing. exhaust in project L too. <laughs> yeah the only other thing to note is that uh, about netcode and stuff. So it's not officially rollback netcode, which we've been seeing an uprising in rollback, which is like overall really good. Uh, but that being said, Riot's like 
overall like network infrastructure is probably the best among any like game company out there so i have no doubt that the netcode is going to be good um mm-hmm. it's not going to be shitty like peer-to-peer or anything it's going to be like servers but like it sounds like it's going to be optimized really well i mean we have no issues playing any other league of legends game online uh people don't complain about valorant uh, online at all it seems mm-hmm. like the server matching and stuff like that's good so uh, i have no no worries about them having good net code for this game so yeah and, and they made that a really big point in that video was like hey we're working on the game there's there's not a release date like but here are the, like our priorities and one of them is net code for good reason it it really matters in a fighting game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, i guess the only so... other thing to bring up is that yeah they said it won't be out next year it won't be out 2022 meaning it probably is going to be 2023 uh but they will have two uh minimum of two announcements uh like next year like updates like twice throughout the year so that's cool mm, nice. i'm really excited well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get like a at least a beta next year yeah i could see us getting a beta at the end of the year kind of like what valorant yeah. did where it was like beta mm-hmm. at the end of the year then the game came out like beginning of the next year i believe uh yeah which is fine by me so yeah great that would be super fun awesome uh and that's kind of it for the news so yeah we'll move on absolutely so now that we are kind of in the middle of the show we're gonna jump into our second sponsor for the episode manscaped with their thankful for the pp campaign (laughs) in case you were wondering the pp stands for the performance package 4.0 this is the from the global leaders in below the waist grooming manscaped um, it includes their new lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which will help tame any bush, as well as score brownie points with the in-laws. I'm going to comment about it every time. <laughs> gift yourself Manscaped or gift it to the man in your life who needs it. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code LEAGUECAST at manscaped.com. Again, that's the code LEAGUECAST at manscaped.com. Now, we know that Manscaped is just top quality, best-in-class trimming mm-hmm. for, for men's grooming, but, but Aiden, I need to ask you, how do you trim your turkeys? What's, what's your go-to <laughs> method? Yeah. It's the Thanksgiving I, episode. I, well, I had Thanksgiving a month ago, so like, I don't mm, feel a- apt to answer this, but uh, no, I really okay. do like all their products, though. <laughs> it's super sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they did recently send us their new like shampoo, conditioner, body yeah. wash. Smells, smells so good. great. Um, so again, if you already have, maybe when we started our partnership with them, if you went out and got the, the lawnmower, you, you probably don't need another one. It's, it's a high quality product. It's going to last yeah. you quite a while, but you know, Hey, get some, get some ball deodorant, get some, uh, get some body wash. So not only can you be smooth, but you can smell great too. Just little things oh. like their, their shampoo and their uh, conditioner and body wash coming in like these like metal uh jar like the metal like pumps yeah. it's like it's so high quality like just their packaging mm-hmm. and stuff i was just really impressed it's great yeah for sure so again if you want to get any of those things for 20 percent off as well as free shipping uh get in there with code leadcast at manscaped.com again that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code leadcast get in there now before before the christmas rush you know Everyone, yeah. everyone wants to receive some nice ball deodorant for Christmas. Hell yeah! Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah, Nick, you'd be happy if you got if you opened up your stuffing and you just got some ball deodorant in there. Absolutely. Exactly. I would take so. it. I would take it personally though, as a as a message that I stink. So. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's there. Just to let you. Oh know. No. Uh, no. But again, so thank you, good. Manscaped, and on with the show. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, and that takes us to oh, let's do our guffaw. 
Yeah, I saw a really quick guffaw that I started putting together like a while ago, and it does not doesn't really have like too much of a direction, but I thought it was sure. fun. So I ha- it's titled LCAS lesser part lesser known parts of champions. It's in a Google note file because I just randomly was adding to it every once in a while. Uh, so some of these I'm gonna like ask you as like questions. Some of them are just gonna be like cool things. Um, but so I'll, I'll start going through these. It's just a list of shit that I like found slash came up with. Uh, so Samira, you know how she has the knock up on her passive thingy? Yeah. Uh, she can knock up the turret if it's being TP'd to because the turret is being CC'd by the teleport. What? Like if no, she I, I didn't t- know that. <laughs> she does like wow. the, the, the dash and the knock up animation because if the turret's being TP'd to because it's being CC'd, which is it's can, funny. Can the Yasuo alt it then? <laughs> <laughs> it's just really great. Uh, uh, another, um, uh, another little Samira fun fact that I'll add is uh, you can knock up or you can extend the knock up of the Krugs spawning oh, yeah the the minor krugs and the, the medium krugs. they shoot out yeah because they shoot out and and literally are airborne during huh. that mm-hmm. that's sick i imagine you can do it on blast cone too i'm not sure i'm not sure. i know i know for a while you could swain passive people out of blast cone. i don't think I, yeah I but i think that. with that i think with that change i'm not uh, that mm-hmm. would make me think maybe not maybe they took that away yeah yeah <laughs> all right and um, what else you got for us Next is, um, this is just like a Samira mechanic that I like learned of, which is really, really cool. So when you're ulting as Samira, you can't Q, but if you use E as Samira yep. while you're ulting, you can use Q during your E animation. Yep. Which is, that's fucking cool. Like that's, uh, I, I don't so, know. It, so you- <laughs> yeah, you can EQ normally and that will apply, um, the Q's damage to everything that the E hit in, yep. in the, in the, in the line. Uh, and yeah, you can't, you're locked out of all of your abilities except for E during your ultimate. Unless you're dashing, in which case you can, yeah, you can use the Q to, to deal damage. It's it's it adds so much damage to to her uh, to her whole ulti combo. Here's the first question one. Um, as Elise, if you use Spider Form E, which is repel, uh, on an enemy, what happens other than like obviously repelling and going invulnerable and then dropping back down? You There's one like other twenty percent bonus damage for the next two seconds. Colton's close enough to it. Yeah, you get a fucking you... increase to all your oh. like uh, spider form abilities, which scales from forty percent to a hundred percent bonus. So just like the bonus attack really? damage, the bonus yeah, healing. Yeah, you do a crazy amount of bonus damage when you repel onto an enemy. What it's, the fuck? I I, I only the... I only remember that it used to increase the healing that you like received from the spiders. I think. Yeah, it just fucking buffs all your shit, which is crazy. Yeah, you just That's, do giga what damage. What the fuck? Huh. Uh, this one I might have mentioned, Nick. I'm not sure if you remember when I was like putting out this list like a couple months ago. I, mm-hmm. I think I might have mentioned it, but you might not remember it. Akali Shroud, you know the reveal duration when you like pop in and out of Shroud to like hit an auto attack or whatever as Akali when you're in stealth? Mm-hmm. What does it scale with? Like the amount of time that you're like visible for? It scales with the number of times that you exit and enter stealth. Right? Colt, Colton, do you have a good one for it? Um, I it's was crazy. Gonna, <laughs> I was, I, I, I'm going to say either like the level of the ability or maybe your ability haste would make well, sense. Well, those make sense, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, it those scales make with, sense. It scales decreasing with game time. What? What? <laughs> yeah, Why? the re-stealth timing uh, uh, was changed from one scaling down to 0.62 based on minutes. Uh, it used to be, sorry, it used to be based on levels, but now it's based on uh, minutes, in, minutes in the game. <laughs> What the so fuck? This, so you're revealed for longer late in the game or for No, less you're revealed time? for less, less time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, down to a cap, I would hope. I don't know. Uh <laughs> but <laughs> we're 90 minutes in and Akali is permanently stealth. <laughs> yeah. 
It's just, I, that's crazy. Fucking scaling that with game time is Why? so insane. Why would it scale with game time? Riot. Yeah. Riot, please. It's so weird. Um, anyways, next is Master Yi. Uh, so when Master Yi is meditating, he gains stacks of what? Uh, sorry, what happens, I guess? He gains stacks of what and what else happens during his E, during his, his meditation, I guess. He gains, uh, like, flat percent damage reduction. Yep. That, yeah, so he gains flat percent damage I don't know reduction, what... and then his, uh, like, double strike timer mm-hmm. gets extended. So if he was holding a double strike, it'll stay... Or if he was like on the third, the third stack will hold for oh, that whole time as as if like you had just done a hit to reapply it. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of right. So yeah, so he gets the armor, the healing, all that shit. When he's meditating, he gains stacks of his passive per second, the double strike. So like oh, it, they, they switch it so you're gaining stacks, not just preserving. Yeah, okay. and you halt the duration of your E and your R, and it's an auto attack reason. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention that. It, yeah, it holds the duration of your E and your R too. That's it's huh. so much shit, dude. I it's, didn't know yeah, that. They, they, it's a it's a, an ability that does a lot for no apparent reason. Yeah, wow. this one's just like a pretty basic one, but uh, I learned this, and I'm a Poppy like player. I play a lot of Poppy. Poppy's E has a variable push distance based on how far she's dashed from them. And it scales with the further you dash. If you're like max range from them and you dash and you like slam into them, it is a longer range than if you're melee range and you like push them. Really? Yeah. Why? I wonder why that is. That's crazy. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Um, they need cool to enough. get rid of this variable CC. <laughs> um, this is a cool one um, that I think all of us know, but like not a lot of our listeners probably know. You can QSS Nocturne um, alt. Like near, you can QSS any near sight in the game, but Nocturne alt is obviously like the biggest one to do it with. Um, that's mm-hmm. why, like, if if like someone has a um, spell shield and Nocturne alts, like, you won't get the vision uh, effect. Yeah, same uh, to you. same thing for a Twisted Fate ulti as well. Yeah, you I, don't, I don't think you can QSS that um, since it's not crowd control, um, mm-hmm. but you can spell shield it. Yeah, this one's mm-hmm. crazy that I just like learned of as well. I'm just like it's just like stuff that I don't know about in character kits. Um, Senna gains movement speed. Uh, sorry, percentage of her targets that she autos movement speed when like she autos them she gains 10 to 20 percent oh. of their movement speed for 0.5 seconds when she autos them what's that's, that's why does she get movement speed when huh. she autos people that's so, so she gets movement speed because um her auto attack is is uh it, it has like a cast time yeah i guess mistaken. so still so it's based on the person mm-hmm. that she autos which is gross as well though it's it's that insane. yeah that, i never realized it was based on their movement speed and not her own yeah it's crazy uh, this one's like pretty obvious if you just think about it, but it, I, it's kind of like weird to see. Volibear's attack speed is based on AP because his passive gives him attack speed and his passive has an attack speed ratio that has an AP scaling on it. <laughs> so if you buy AP oh. on Volibear, you get more attack speed. Interesting. Uh, which is, it's cool. Um, Rakan's heal is AoE. What? Uh-huh. His Q yeah, heal is AoE. Know that? No. You guys didn't know that? No. <laughs> Do you not remember the days of Rakan going Ardent Sensor in Ardent Sensor days? And you'd stand in the Baron pit all clumped together so that when he cues the Baron, he heals the whole team and everyone gets attack speed? No, I thought it was just I single target. That, just yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, it's the whole area around him. Huh. It's crazy. Uh, and then this is the last one, which I think you guys know, but I don't think a lot of our listeners know, is Nami's Q is not a true knockup. It's a stun, that so it's reduced by tenacity. Um, so if you cleanse the bubble, the airborne effect is removed too. So you can cleanse Nami uh, bubble because it's not actually a knockup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also reduced by hmm. tenacity and stuff. I don't know yeah. why. I don't think they've ever explained why it's not just yeah. a knockup, but it's a like, stun. They should just change the animation for it, honestly, like, and, and not make it a knockup. Because I think like 
right if it's an aqua prison it's like cool you're trapped in a bubble of water like yeah. you're not up in the air you're in a bubble of water i, d I just don't know why they would choose because it's, it's yeah it's, it's a stun plus an airborne rather than a knockoff it's just like why that, that doesn't yeah. make any sense it's kind of like worse than it just being one or the other i feel like yeah for sure mm -hmm. It's weird. Hmm. Anyways, that, that was my list of stuff. It was just kind of fun. I've just kind of compiling that over like the last little bit. And it was just like crazy shit that I didn't nice. know. I would love someone ever like if you ever have anything cool about your character that we might not know, just let us know. There's like tons of shit like that that just like Akali's uh, restealth timing scaling with game time is fucking whack. And I would never know that. Yeah. unless I, I bet there are several Akali mains who don't know that. Yeah. For oh, sure. for sure. For sure. And like, I, I think that like every character's got a, a couple like odd things but there there are ones like that where you're just like what the, what yeah um because like i know someone a couple maybe a month ago had asked me for like some zillion tips and like one of the things that i had mentioned is that like the bombs will latch onto you if you dash through them it's mm -hmm. so, like if, if a lee sin cues you you mm -hmm. can put the bombs like in between you and him and it'll stop his dash before he gets to you. Um, it's like either that or that if you like put it on top of somebody who's in a GA or an hourglass, it's undodgeable. Like you can't flash out of it. It, it applies before the flash. Yeah. But I mean, like that's stuff that like anyone who plays the character should know. But what the fuck is scaling on game time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> it's whack. The only the only one that comes to my mind uh, real quick is uh, Vigar's W. The cooldown scales on is decreased by his passive stacks. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. That's it's so I think crazy. it's ten percent per hundred stacks. Something, yeah. Something yeah. thousand like stack that. Vigar forever W. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It's it's something something crazy. I remember ten percent uh, being a number for sure. Mm -hmm. um anyways uh next on to our gamercraft competitive league section there's not really any like league news uh there's a couple of roster announcements but they've all been stuff that we've talked about previously on the show like they announced team liquid announced hansama and uh bjergsen and santor in this these past couple days uh lots of lpl stuff but like nothing really confirmed just fucking every single post on reddit is doing be fucking saying someone's going to a certain team and it's weird i think it's i think i just, just saw that Doimbi, it, that Doimbi is bringing uzi like onto a team it's just like, like like there's like seven posts from like doing beach on stream just being like oh yeah this person's going to this statement it's like why is he leaking all this shit <laughs> it's just weird uh but that's cool either way uh also mm -hmm. like the one i guess cool lck rumor rumor is that um chovy is going to be going to gen g apparently which is cool oh that'll be but nice. gen g doesn't look that crazy so it's not that insane uh <laughs> it's like their team's like doron uh peanut chovy ruler and lands or something like, something like that so it's like not a huge improvement but i, I guess it can't be worse yeah, than I fucking mean, uh hanwa <laughs> i mean those are all like yeah okay like what ruler is technically really is the best player on the team other than after trophy i would say like, yeah like ruler's good and then like peanut i'm not sure what all he did this year but like he was considered the best jungler in the world like two years ago yeah he Ch peanut had a really good split last year um but he definitely went from being really fucking good to holy shit this guy is boosted i don't know why he's still in good teams <laughs> to then having a good split and everyone's kind of like yeah but you're kind of shit still but he kind of like played really well so hopefully he plays has another really good split but we'll see yeah i i would say i think for peanut it's one of those that like he's going to play aggressive regardless mm -hmm. of you know a lot of times maybe the prio and positioning 
or even maybe the matchup sometimes. And so you're going to look boosted as fuck if it doesn't work. Yeah. But if you do have a team that can follow up, then you're going to look really, really good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyways, that's kind of it, like it for the GamerCraft competitive league section. Hopefully there's more uh, competitive league news next week. Yeah. Oh, uh, Faker re-signed for like a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, his contract apparently now his sat like annual salary is seven point nine million U.S. dollars, like or something gross. Uh, gets yeah, a lot of money from SKT. Uh huh. It's a lot, and and I'm I'm sure he's worth every penny. Oh, for sure. I would be I mean, shocked, he's, if, he's would be shocked if he weren't the most popular player in the world. Mm-hmm. He's the brand. At the, like, mm-hmm. he he's League of Legends. He's T1. Like, yeah, he's LCK. Right. Yeah. He like. Again, he he transcends being like the face of T one and the face of LCK. Like he's he's just the face of League of Legends at this point. Yeah, there's like um, a period yeah. of like five hours where it's like, hey, Faker might not resign to SKT, and I, I very know. much read that as like a, this is the uh, every three year or whatever his contract terms are on, where he goes, hey, you guys should really be paying me more. He checks his email once every three years for a fucking hour window, yeah. and he says, um, in case you were wondering, this team offered me this, so... Yeah. If you want to just go ahead and add a zero to my paycheck, we'll be good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyways, it's, it's funny. Uh, next is our roundtable section, which uh, last week's question was, what is your goal for the 2022 season? Um, so I got some from our Twitter. Um, Cody said, gold, 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 gold. Tyler said, not to hate my life when planks will look you. Another Tyler said, to get good. And Aaron said to try to enjoy myself. Those are some depressing answers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, from Facebook, uh, Mitchell said to get to gold, then stop. Christo- uh, Christopher said, I got to I got up to my plat promos twice uh, on the last day of ranked. Mm. Next season, I really want plat. I hope you make it, Christopher. Uh, and then from our Discord, Sharko said, realistic goal, high plat at minimum. Unrealistic goal, play a game on the NA cha- champion server slash play a game against Faker when Worlds comes to NA. I did want to touch on that because... I think if I get to high ELO again, it would be cool to like be able to get some pro pl- like like uh, worlds players in my game and still like you. Like, yeah, like D one masters GM. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. And then Armis said, uh, "Climb higher into gold. Maybe try plat if I can." I hope you guys all make your goals nice. next season. Uh, this week's roundtable question though is, "What uh, currently is your favorite bu- r- ugh, favorite build rune item aspect of preseason twenty twenty two? If you've played any." Uh, so I haven't played a bunch yet, uh, but I did get a chance to play a Leona game with Glacial Augment and, oh, what is that new support tank item that they uh, added? Evan Trout? Yeah, Evan Trout. It feels super, super good. I, I didn't feel any less tanky, uh, and, and I, I felt like I was offering a lot more like utility that Leona doesn't necessarily have, which is kind of wild to think about but 12 percent a lot of damage reduction man so it, it's it's like it's it's like 13 percent reduced damage that the opponent deals in addition to 12 percent increase that they're taking yeah so altogether it's like a 25 percent damage shift if they are attacking uh if they're not attacking you i think yeah yeah that's crazy it's insane yeah, yeah. as well um i have not played a whole lot on preseason patch uh, my favorite aspect of the patch is absolutely how they nerfed first Scuttle into the ground. Um, that's been such a fucking long time coming. There's no reason Scuttle should have been 
worth what it was as game changing as it was and uh, yeah, yeah right and it's like right like you want a meme about the fucking like flash smiting the scuttle in an inting like mm-hmm. like that we saw in like whoever the fuck did that mm-hmm. multiple times but blabber. it's like blabber but it's like <laughs> he's he's not even entirely wrong for going for that play yeah. <laughs> where it's like flashing in smiting the crab getting the crab and dying could actually be worth it and especially at the beginning of last season like the beginning was even worse like when it was like even worth more like it was crazy yeah there's there's no reason Mm -hmm. and and i think even like they they nerfed first crab like they need to keep crab down across the board because the strength in it should lie solely in the non-removable vision at an objective point like Mm -hmm. that should be the strength of getting the crab is that like we have vision you can't do anything about that sees the dragon or the baron. I'd be <laughs> fine if they'd even being worth like decent XP but not being worth like any gold really. Like so mm-hmm. there's at least some sort of like tra- trade on it, but Yeah, or even I think like one way you could go about it is that it in itself doesn't give a lot of XP, but it's like the next camp you take it gives that'd, you bonus XP cool. on that camp. Yeah. Because again, I think that like that's part of the issue. And, and then that way, what you could do is have it, like, not stack. So if you did happen to double scuttle someone, like, it's still great for the vision and you get some bonus. But again, you're not you're not winning the game because they got a double kill bottom, but you got double scuttle. I, I like the idea of it applying to the next camp other than scuttle. So, like, if you wanted to get the max XP out of these scuttles, you do scuttle camp, scuttle camp, which gives the enemy jungler ample time to get the other yeah. scuttle or at least contest. That, that, that's really yeah, cool, actually. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I like that mechanic. But it's cool. Hire um, me, Riot Games. I'll yeah. fix the game. Uh, I think I and talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show. But my favorite current thing, uh, I haven't played it yet. So like the th- favorite thing I've played is like Lethal Tempo Tom Catch. It's the only thing I've played. Um, but I really want to play some uh, First Strike Jace because uh, I think he's like the perfect champion to use it because he doesn't really need the other keystones. Like Phase Rush is great. Uh, Conqueror is fine. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But um, he makes use of it in the way that like you can trade pretty easily on people with um last strike you always get like the first hit or sorry first strike you always get the first hit or whatever and then late game you use it the exact way that i was thinking you should use it. it's not to like one hit someone and get like a bit bunch of gold but every single like eq combo you do like the uh gate q combo you just get like a caddy minion worth of gold yeah uh-huh. And it's yeah. like that that's that's like great. Like you get like thirty to fifty gold depending on the game time, like every single time you hit one of those. And it's like that's Yeah, and sick. but but he also has the option that most characters don't, where if he wants to go in on it, like right, he can hit the EQ, switch forms and Q onto you to like go for a kill with the bonus damage or to cash in on more gold. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the other thing also. Like, he's a ranged character, so in theory you should get 70%, but as long as you switch mm-hmm. to hammer form in the three seconds before it gives you the gold, you get the melee that's crazy. gold worth. So. Yeah. Uh, which is um, only 30% difference, but, like, it still makes up a lot throughout a game. So mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's definitely, like, if not the best, he's top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited, though. Uh, season seems fun. Um, yeah. So if you want to tell us uh, what... Uh, is your favorite build rune item aspect of preseason 2022 you can hit us up on our facebook page or our twitter at leadcast you can send us an email mailleadcastpodcast.com or go to our discord and go to the contact me section or contact us section or come into our discord and post in our roundtable section that's discord.gg slash leadcast sweet that takes us into mail fight right hell yeah yeah uh awesome 
Oh, the first email I, is for, or not the also, first email. I just want to say, like, we are reading these right now, but uh, Nick and Drew uh, read all the extra ones. Um, they they yeah. did a little recording on Sunday. So that will be attached after this. So if your email, you're like, hey, I emailed before these guys probably, then your email is probably in the last section where they, like, read, like, 30 minutes worth of emails because uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a lot. <laughs> if Listen to the end of the, the episode. If you don't hear your email, we didn't get it or it got caught up in the spam filter or something but we should be entirely caught up after this hell yeah so uh awesome uh i don't know if this is gonna go before or after but this email is from brybump uh it says hi can nick read this one sure i feel like his takes on new mechanics uh like this are the most in line with my thinking oh interesting (laughs) so Uh, so you fucking hate it Been listening for a few months now and love the show. I've been playing a lot today and uh, have a few run-ins with objective bounties being extreme one way or another. For myself, uh, I had a game as Volibear where my team was down but certainly not out of the game. We get a double kill on bot lane and claim Dragon Bounty. We end up coming back and winning this hour-long game. Now the more frustrating game. With my team up almost 7,500 gold at around the 15-minute mark, the enemy team gets a double kill on bot lane with two shutdowns, then proceeds to get top turret, dragon, and bottom turret. So not only did they get the turret gold bounties on kills, but they also get these stupid objective bounties on top of that. Curious uh, to listen to your guys' thoughts on experience on how these play out and what you, you could realistically see these looking like come spring uh, slash slumber splits 2022. Much appreciation, Brybump. Um, so I think they're a little extreme right now on purpose. I think uh, Riot is yes. just trying to test the outer limits and then they'll be able to tone it in a little bit easier mm-hmm. um uh, i think just that point it's it's the way that things always work in this game like that's that is the riot approach to balance and it's the right one mm-hmm. where you release it stronger than it should be so that more like you know if, if it's a champion or an item you get more data because people are playing it and using it in, in this case it's really hard to say whether it was strong enough, but it is a lot easier to say it's too strong, right? Like yeah, if, for if sure. every time this happens, your 7,500 gold lead gets deleted, it's like, okay, that's too much. Yeah, and I think there's two changes that I would, I, I've kind of talked about that I would like to see changed. Um, the first one, I, I think it should be focused on one, maybe two at most, um, two objectives at a time there should be clear yeah. indication as to this is where you will be rewarded if you attack. And this is where you'll be, you know, stopping the, the reward from happening. If you are able to successfully defend it. Yeah. Um, I think having a bounty on one objective and like a half bounty on another is a great way to do it. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, I, I, and then uh, my, the only other change that I would like to see, I, I would love to see bounties not exist in the game until maybe like post 15 minutes. That'd be a good uh, way of doing it. That's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that way it, it's a little ridiculous if it's like, I don't know, seven minutes into the game, there's already objective bounties. Like that feels really, really bad because you yeah. don't even have an, a chance to like fully establish that lead. But I feel like 15, 20 minutes to start, it, it's it's where, okay, realistically, you can be ahead enough to close out the game, even if they do get some objectives. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's still a way back in the game for the losing team. Yeah, yeah I, I could see them turning on at maybe like 15 minutes or I guess for me the timer that I would want to probably see it at is whenever the latest Herald take would expire to me is like the time where I want that to start Mm -hmm. because like if you were really behind 
but you had a herald you were holding on to and it's like okay cool top lane just got a bounty let's pop the herald like i i hate that i i don't want that to be a viable strategy um but i think your your initial point is the better way to do it to say like okay the, the the bounty can be on turrets dragon or baron there's going to be a primary bounty on one, a secondary bounty on the other, and nothing on the third. So we know what, you know, their priority is. And even I would say on the turrets, I would want to see it's like, it's not any turret, it's this turret has a yeah, bounty. Yeah, that's, that's what I would prefer to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And I think it would also be nice. I'm not sure how it happens, like when it indicates it, but I would want to see the, the indication that it's going to get a bounty maybe like 10 15 seconds ahead of time because if if they're going to do it in that way like i want it to encourage fights around more valuable objectives so i want the teams to know that like the dragon that's spawning in 40 seconds you know that's going to be a, a a dragon with a bounty like we're gonna fight for that yeah i think right now it um I th- that may be a little difficult just because i think it's based on like the amount of gold you're behind uh, yeah. or the percentage of gold that you're behind. But right mm-hmm. now if you if you just press tab it show it displays like everything that has a bounty. And it I I don't mm-hmm. really think that it's a it's a great way to do it. Um but uh, yeah, I would rather have it be at like it maybe assesses it every 30 seconds where it's like every 30 seconds it's going to check the total gold on both teams and then if there's a large disparity, it'll it'll say, you know, 30 seconds from now, we're going to place a bounty on, you know, a dragon, a bear, and a turret. And then at that point, at like the next tick is when it calculates the actual gold value. I, 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 yeah. Because again, like, in my mind, this should be a way to encourage team fighting around important objectives or like forcing trades between the two teams yeah no for sure i think like i think objective bounties can be one of the best things in league um but it, it just needs to be done poor properly and like the preseason people are going to be upset about it but uh like I, I just think it's one of those things like th- this is the time where riot tries out shit and you can't really be too upset unless it go- ships live right yeah yeah Let, let's let's wait until the season actually starts and then and then we can get upset <laughs> yeah we, we can start complaining at that point but we can certainly offer suggestions before that even if we haven't played on the patch um so thank you Brybump. um and you didn't mention it but they absolutely should put like a 10k bounty on first scuttle because it's just that important don't you agree nick there should be a, yeah. if you if you get the first scuttle, your team should get 10k gold. Yeah, only on the first two scuttles though. Yeah, only on the first two scuttle. Okay. <laughs> just to just to balance things out a little. Yeah. Um next email from DPM UPO. DPM UPO maybe or something like that. DPM UPO, yeah. Um, yeah like part know. of a gaming team. <laughs> Could be. Can um, we join DPM? <laughs> I don't want to know. Is it damage for a or is it something else? <laughs> it might be damage, but that makes sense, actually. That's actually yeah. cool, if it is. Um, hey, LeeCast crew, I'm a new listener who recently found your podcast and have binged all the episodes on Spotify. Hell yeah. I, Most of our I listeners did. are Spotify listeners now, by the way, mm-hmm. which is crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering how he's defining recently, because if you listen to all of our Spotify episodes, that's a lot of content. I think it's like a Spotify shows the last hundred or something like that. So yeah, that's like it is like yeah, two years worth of content. <laughs> so. Hundred fifty hours. Yeah. Um. Anyway, 
Um, I really like all of your different perspectives on the game, and I think a lot of what you all say resonates with my League of Legends experience. This season I was stuck in gold the entire season, uh, going up and down from gold 4 and gold 1, and back down to gold 4, uh, as if the wind was controlling my ranked teammate's level of play. I usually am a mid-plat-tier uh, player, but this season just felt like every game was out of my hands. I tried playing every role possible, but no matter what I played, my teammates would feed on the other side of the map. It's fucking ridiculous. I know that I can be a high plat, if not a diamond player. Uh, if I was given a plat 2 account, I'm sure that I could get to plat 1, if not diamond. I swear high gold has the worst players, and every game is a coin flip. Uh, I was able to make it back into plat in the last couple of weeks of the season, but I want to get back to high diamond next year. Do you have any advice for me to get back to where I deserve to be next year? I'm also, or I'm already trying to decide what role I should play. Sorry for the rant and not sorry for the long email. Thanks for the great content, DPM Upo. I'm curious um, what role he mains is like the main thing, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Thanks, I mean, Upo. first of all, you're me, but just shifted down a tier <laughs> Be because all of the things you're saying of like being stuck way below having shit teammates constantly switching roles and it's like oh my 80 carry inted let me play 80 carry well i did okay but now my mid inted let me play mid fuck wait my jungle's terrible let me play jungle that's so funny that's me um knowing that like if if, if i had been handed like a, a d4 account I have no doubt I could have gotten to D1 by, like, the end of the season. But I had to play so many more fucking games to get out of plat into D4. Mm -hmm. um, it's... So, so how, do you, how do you remedy this? Um, at, at least for me, the solution was just really bearing down and playing only a couple characters. Like, at the end, it was, like, Kennen, Corky... Kenan, Quirky, Kenan, Quirky. Um, a couple others every now and then. Uh, aside from that, I would say, you know, make sure to really mind your mental. Um, there were a lot of games like earlier on in my climb when I was in like plat three, there'd be certain days where I would lose like five or six games in a row. Yeah. Whereas towards the end, I was just like, fuck it. I just lost three in a row. I'm just done for the night. Um, Again. That was that was one of the things that Drew and I talked about um, when we recorded the <clears throat> the emails uh, this this weekend. But um, yeah, yeah, having like I I really like the way Aiden puts it. He has rules for like how his ranked is going. Like Aiden, if you lose two, you're done for the yeah, day, you, right? You don't, or, you or at least for you, yeah, <laughs> you don't at play least a for a sizable time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like th this session of of ranked League of Legends is over. But whereas, like, if you're winning, you know, game after game after game, okay, we're going to play, you know, five, six, yeah. maybe seven in a row, you know? And I, I think sticking to those rules of, of like, you, you got to ride the hot streaks when you can and, you know, stop the, the, the cold streaks as soon as you can, as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that, like you were saying, Colton, I think that is a probably one of the best ways you can approach, you know, league as a marathon and not just like a, a game by game sprint. Yeah, I, I would also say, like, I'm someone, obviously, who plays all of the roles to my own detriment, but that's another rule I would heavily, like, recommend, 
is to say, right, it's like if you're a top lane main, dodge any game, you don't get top. Just, mm-hmm. just dodge every time. You don't get your main roll. Because you're going to lose 3 LP a little wait in time. Like, just it, like it, it's not worth it to risk that. Or, like, if you have somebody who's like trolling a little bit in champ select, just dodge it. Right? Like, obviously, utilizing dodges is something that we've kind of always advised. Yeah. Um, but right, like again, if you if you build up, you know, a, a rule set for how you're gonna approach ranked where it's like if I lose two in a row or three in a row, I'm done for the day. If I don't get, you know, my main or secondary, I'm just going to dodge. If somebody's trolling in champs like I'm just gonna dodge, or like if two people are arguing about something that happened in their last game, just dodge, right? Like you yeah. can set those rules and you're gonna avoid a lot of the other factors that are going to stop you from climbing and then like as always like yes your teammates can be a huge detriment to you but try as much as you can to not focus on what they're doing and think about what you could have done better um because there's always something you could have done better yeah i think um I would like to double down on playing, you know, one character at a time, one role at a time. Uh, this is the first year that I really took that seriously. Um, I kind of did what Colton did. I would I would stick to a role pretty well, but not to the same character. Um, but, you, you know, I rotated through three, I would say, primary mains this year between Anivia Cho'Gath and Leona and uh, played, you know, a bunch of games on them at once. Uh, it doesn't matter if I would win-lose I would just queue up again, like as the same character. And I can truly, truly like preach that this was incredibly beneficial on, I, I really started to notice it on Anivia who ended up being like really, really strong early in the season. So I abused a lot of that where like just knowing your damage down to like, uh, I, I don't know, a couple uh, within a couple 10, like, uh, uh, like damage. It, it's so insane knowing that like, okay, I just need one more combo with electrocute and yeah. uh, scorch for instance and like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll kill him like it doesn't matter the yeah, lane's over right, like, right and i think like one of the big things is like you at, at a certain point know that if you do like maybe flash in get your like electrocute scorch ignite it'll kill them as opposed to them walking away at 30 hp and now you're down sums yeah exactly right and like if you went flash ignite and use them both to do that and they went flash TP, it's like, oh, great. Now they just TP back to lane at full health. And that's that was really detrimental, me almost solo killing them, because now I'm out of sums. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or, you know, not even following up in some cases, like, you know, not sticking around for that extra auto attack, because you know even if you did, they're still not going to be quite at lethal and getting out of it like a gank that might have been coming because mm-hmm. you dipped out sooner rather than later. Exactly. But yeah, thanks for the email, uh, Upo, and uh, keep us updated. Yep. Sweet. Uh, the next email is from Dippy. Uh, my goal for next season is to be good at mid lane. I was a good Vigar one trick back in the day and I made it to gold, but I was actually garbage at the lane. Uh, I've spent a few seasons playing top and jungle and now I'm making my return. My time in these other roles has expanded my game knowledge, so I'm ready to actually to be actually good at mid lane, not just my main champions, Dippy. Hell yeah, Dippy. Honestly, like, 
If you like Vigar, Predator Vigar is one of the most like so busted stupid. things in the, it's in the game. So right now. fucking annoying. I he hate just it. runs really quick and just throws Cage down. Yeah, yes. he just cages you. It's not even about the damage that that Predator offers. It's literally just you run fast and drop the cage on him. Yeah, you just can't <laughs> escape it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Awesome. Dude, Thanks, Tippy. Hey, good luck. I Keep hate us updated. It so much. <laughs> It's like you're you're halfway in the fucking lane and he TPs to the tower and you're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna have predator speed and teleport speed when he gets here. I'm fucked. I don't have yeah. flash. I'm already yeah. dead. It's I can see five seconds into the future. I'm already dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, good luck, Dippy. Um next email from Jonathan. Uh, hi, Jonathan, the Azir main here again. First of all, I want to thank you guys for a great podcast that you're doing. Uh, last podcast, you were talking about goals for the next season. One of my goals is to reach plat for the first time. I managed to peak at gold one, ADLP last season, but then I had a huge loss streak and got demoted all the way down to gold three. Since there are only about two weeks left in the season, I played on my other accounts, got both of them to gold four within that time, and that made me happy. I guess I belong in gold for now, but that will change. Also, I want to talk about the Arcane series. I think it would be awesome if they did a series with the storyline of Sharima about Azir, Nasus, Renekton, Zareth, and Sivir, Ezreal, and so on. I think that would be a really good concept. Maybe it's just because of my love for the bird Azir, but what do you guys think of a Sharima series? Uh, and thanks again for a great podcast. So. I mean, hey, congrats on getting gold and doing yeah, it on awesome. multiple accounts. That's that's sick. I think absolutely if you got to gold 180 points, you can certainly get to plat 4 zero points. Like, that's just a couple of games. Yep. Um, it, as to uh, Arcane, I mean, we, we had that, I think, as a roundtable maybe two or three weeks ago of, like, what else people would want to see. A, yeah. a lot of people mentioned Sharima. I think that like there are so many stories to tell in the world and like there's there's so many ways they could go with it i think really what everyone just wants right now is more yeah (laughs) for sure we we know that season two of arcane is coming probably in 2023 they said not 2022 um so I think everyone at this point is just thinking like I want more like are we getting a parallel something in 2023 are they going to do like Arcane season 2 plus fucking Sharima season 1 or are we going to like just just give us more Riot because every time we we see it we want more (laughs) I, I, I don't know what else to say but uh, again, hey, congrats on gold. Get those free skins. I know uh, on my alt, at the very end, I played like two or three more games to finish my placements, got like gold two, and was like, oh, good enough, get my skin. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. Thanks you. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of LeeCast. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can send us an email, mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Uh, come watch us on Twitch at Blue Basket and at LeeCastFrost. Uh, tweet at us at Leadcast on Facebook. We are Leadcast. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash Leadcast. And finally, support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Leadcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. There'll be more Bye. emails at the end of the show.
Yeah. Let's sign up for the tournament. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. And uh, to continue into mail fight, I actually have a special guest. His name is Drew. He's been a listener for, boy, a really long time. Um, but a, a big part of the community, uh, community nights, um, definitely a big part of, uh, of our listener base. So, yeah. Hi, Drew. How's it going? Hey, Nick. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Of course. I, uh, I seem to recall that if uh, Cloud9 won Worlds, I'd have you on the show. So I, I feel like this is a pretty good, uh, pretty good alternative. <laughs> I thought it was uh, TSM last year. I thought that's what the deal was. If they, went, uh, if they won one game, I was able to get them. <laughs> Did they win a game? Uh, I, you know, I think, I think one you know, was I can't close. remember. <laughs> I, I've chosen to forget that. <laughs> I'll have to ask my good friend Doublelift. I have him on uh, speed dial. So. Yeah, you got him on. Yeah, okay. Uh, cool. So, yeah, do you want to talk about, you know, yourself for a bit? I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. I just <laughs> kind of play this game. I work. And then, uh, yeah, I just randomly was like, hey, I'm going to look for a podcast for League of Legends. And you guys were number one. So I started listening. And then I joined yeah. the Discord. And the rest is history. I became an obnoxious little asshole in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, definitely one of my favorite people to, uh, to dance with. Um, <laughs> I say some stupid <laughs> stuff sometimes, man. <laughs> It's funny every time. I swear <laughs> I laugh so much. All right. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to get into into mail fight. And uh, if if you have anything to add, uh, go ahead and just jump in whenever. Oh, I'll have so much. Just you wait. Our, f- <laughs> Our first email is from R, man. Hey, Lee Cast Crew. I'm not sure if anyone has suggested this, but I think I can fix the League of... Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. The League of Legends lore in one word, multiverse. Essentially, Riot uses the same plot device that Marvel Comics use for their lore. Everything is part of the multiverse. This way, all lore, old and new, is canon. Uh, It is all happened in its own alternative reality. This includes all skins. I think Riot has already been using a piece of this plot device, seeing as how uh, recently they have been expanding the character bios of their most recent skin lines, uh, expanding their multiverse. However, they should double down on this. I think with the multiverse concept, they can also incorporate the Summoner's Rift. Essentially, the Rift acts uh, like, like Marvel's Secret Wars, uh, a pocket reality where the champions are pulled from different universes to fight on two opposing forces. Uh, I think this is the best approach as it leaves Riot free to explore interesting stories in their arcane animated series without being completely beholden to Runeterra lore. Similar to how the Marvel Cinematic Universe lore is different from the comic book lore of Universe 616. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Is this a boring plot device or should Riot hire me as a writer? Keep up the great podcast and thanks again for always answering my emails, R man. What a great email. What a great email. <laughs> we don't say that enough. Great email, Armin. Great email. You know. What do you think? So you played back when the original lore was around, right? Like the yeah. whole like summoners and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that kind of how it worked? Like there was yeah. just like all these people scattered around and then they just like kind of summoned them into the rift? Yeah. So the champions were existed in, in Runeterra. I don't know if that it was the same universe and everything. It, it might be um, where like Warwick is a character and not like uh, uh hextech um warwick or whatever you know mm. um i think that's what he's saying is that every single like difference is a different like part of the universe which is pretty cool like, like a different universe to itself even maybe um i think this is a, a super good idea um i think there are some things that are a little strange i don't know if skins like should be entirely in it um i mean there's a lot to, they've already like expanded a lot on like the project lore like mm-hmm. yeah true bit. Like, true. the cinematics are sick. Like Yeah, that's true. 
But I mean, um, like right now, that would be a ton of work to tie everything together into like a multiverse. Yeah, it would. Maybe, maybe even too ambitious to. I, I think that's a good idea if you like start with it, but but retroactively changing it to be a multiverse might be a little difficult. I mean, already, um, did you see that it took six years to make Arcane? No, really? Yeah, it was six oh, years. Oh my, I didn't like, realize that. The um, Jeez. you know that Echo Cinematic? Yeah, that was a um, a uh, like a like a test for the show originally was it yeah oh my okay jesus um i (laughs) did not realize that so yeah maybe a little bit beyond the scope of what riot currently has to offer but i like this idea i think it's super cool i think i think it's sick yeah i'd be down thanks Thanks, Armin. Uh, next email is from Armis. Hey, Lee Cass. Armis back with another email. I'm here to talk about Arcane today. It's such an incredibly well-crafted show. I'm a sucker for good animation. And uh, f- I'm going to mispronounce this. Forteach um, did an incredible job on it, the, the animation studio. Every movement feels so weighty and realistic. It's especially apparent in the fight scenes. I should stop before I ramble more. I have two questions today, if that's all right. First of all, what's your favorite moments in the show so far? Um... To avoid spoilers, I'm saying the first fight scene in the first episode, again, mostly because of the animation. Second question is, if Riot makes another series, what story would you want it to be about? Personally, I'd love to see a show centered around the myths and uh, and monsters of Runeterra. It could have Vayne narrating the lore of these creatures as she hunts them. I'm running out of witty email length ending lines, Armis. Okay, so, so I think... I, I, th- I don't think we should answer the first question because I do think it's going to be spoiler territory. Okay, uh, so yeah, and that was not- my question. Like, yeah. Did you guys talk about the show at all in this episode? Or? No, so so we're not going to talk about it until Aiden has a chance to, to watch it all. Okay. Um, and we may even do that as a patron episode. It's it's We're kind of discussing it internally right now. Uh, but we're not going to be talking about any any moments in the show. Um that being I'll just said, say I, lo- I love it so far. The show is yeah. incredible. No, it's super good. I've uh, I've not seen um, the last three episodes, uh, but I, uh, I I'm looking forward to watching them, and I think it's going to be super good. Um, yeah. So as for the second question, I think we just talked about this pretty recently. Um, I but we can we can run through it again quick with another perspective from Drew. Uh, I would love to see the um, Solari and Lunari storyline played out i think having star-crossed lovers in leona and diana um doomed to never be together because of their religious beliefs i think that's going to be such a I, I don't know such a good story and we could see such like such unique visuals from a civilization like bathed in light from the sun and another bathed in darkness from the moon i think that would be so cool yeah like i i've always wanted like uh, I'm always torn between like Demacia and Noxus because like Demacia has such a good like uh, storyline with like being like lawful good, but then you have like the whole like, yeah fricked up part of like how they don't like mages, and then you have to deal with that whole thing. And I think Silas is such a cool character. Mm-hmm. I don't know who you would make the main character. Like, obviously they'd want to like go towards like Lux because they've like developed that character so much. But um, yeah, I think I think I think I'd have to go to Demacia. I love Demacia. Yeah, that'd be a good one too. Awesome. Thank you, Armis. Um, sweet. Next email is from Skydrill. What's up, guys? I'm writing in while currently 3-1 and one on Tom and absolutely dogging on their team. I have one quick question. If Tom is so good, why no nerfs? Skydrill. Tom Gale. Well, I, yeah, I wish Aiden were, uh, were here to talk about it. But, I, I mean, I think the character is um, – I don't think he's hard to play early, but I think he's very difficult to play late game. Uh, so uh, – and then I think he's unpopular. I don't, I don't think a lot of people enjoy playing him that much. 
Um, so I think it's going to be one of those things that goes under the radar until more people play it. I mean, as someone who has a great mind on the meta and knows exactly what's <laughs> strong, and uh, in my super high elo of gold three, I don't see Tom Kench hardly ever. Yeah. So like, yeah, usually exactly. You see like the the people who like want to like one trick and like hard carry the game. So you see a lot of like the Irelias and like uh like ribbons and stuff top lane yeah way more stylish like yeah. flashy champions yeah people don't but... like to play the frog unfortunately exactly um so i, th- I mean i think that's it <laughs> yep <laughs> thanks sky drill next emails from camarill Haley cast why aren't there eternals for items or runes i would love to know over the course of my time playing how much health i've gotten back from a bloodthirster how many times i have zoned and not died immediately after coming out of stasis the number of times i've used hex flash actually that's zero i know that one gold spent uh using klepto the amount of damage the echo effect has done on ludens uh summoner spell eternals would be cool too amount of healing done number of walls flashed over total time enemies have spent exhausted etc what spell, item, or rune eternals would you add to the game? Thanks for the pod. Uh, Camaril. When Riot starts I mean, running out of money, we'll see him. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said they're working on season uh, or the second set of eternals, um, but that they are going to be way more in-depth and creative than just like character gets a kill plus one, you know? So we're, we're going to see some interesting <laughs> stuff. Um, I think this is a fantastic idea, actually. And I think you've you've touched on the ones that are really cool. I, I want to see Summoner Spell Eternals. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like distant, uh, distance traveled while ghosted, uh, you know, damage done during Ignite or healing cut during Ignite. You know, those are so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you already, like, scroll over your items in-game, they show you, like, how much damage they do and stuff, like, in-game. I don't know why you can't, like, track that stuff. Like, yeah, I'm not sure either. It seems total. like a yeah, pretty good way to to just go ahead and and I don't know, take 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 the stats from the game and just add it to you know an eternal side. I mean, the stats tab in the client already shows like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they could just literally add like another tab that says like yeah. items or whatever, and then you could just yeah. like scroll through. But would be super good. Thanks, yeah. Camarill. Uh, next, Alex is next. Email is from I'm gonna say Akex because I think that's how it's spelled. Although it's probably Alex. Um, hello all I don't remember hearing you mention your thoughts on the MVP being awarded to scout after the world finals did you all agree with this personally I did not and I thought that JJ was uh, more deserving I personally wonder if they didn't want to award MVP to jungler two years in a row thoughts Uh, keep up the great podcast dudes I will not apologize for the length of this email because it was so short and sweet PS the new TFT and Legends of Ruterra content that just came uh, in this week were both absolutely sweet and definitely worth uh, Mm -hmm. everyone's time Alex um, so how do they choose MVP? Uh, it, it's just, I, I think it's a, a vote from like casters and uh, 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 analysts. Okay. Uh, it's not like a, a something you can you know measure where like oh this player had this much CS and this much KP their MVP over someone else you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of the eye test. I, it's one of those scenarios where I feel like everyone on EDG played well enough to to where. Not one single person was carrying the game enough to like run away with MVP, um, but I, I do think it was between Scout and JJ, and and just because they went with Scout doesn't mean that I don't think JJ is less deserving. Um, but I, I think that's just where it uh, the where the casters and analysts split. Yeah, I mean at the end so. of the day, you got to choose one, right? Like yeah, exactly, it's, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, any thoughts on the TFT and Runeterra content, true? Um, TFT's been great, actually. Me and my yeah? friends have been, like, spamming it. Um, what's your, what's your favorite, uh, like, comp to run? I, 
I it's so hard. I it's so hard to choose at this point because yeah. the, the augments that they put in, like it changes so. Like I used to like go online. I used to be like a horrible net decker. That's how I played PFP. Mm-hmm. But like with the new set, it's so hard to do that because like the augments you get are so random that like it's hard to like just be like I'm gonna force this comp. Um, yeah. But I mean, so far I love scrap. I love um. Oh, what's the one? There's one that like you summon in like a like a like a mecha with you. Oh, that, uh, that sounds would, cool. I I've not played a lot of TFT, so I don't really know. It's uh, you, if you get like like that's six awesome, of though. them or whatever, you get like a mm. whole dragon that fights with you. That's sick. So nice. Yeah, I think I like that one. That one's sick. Awesome. Uh, thank you, Alex. The next one is from Yojin Krabs. Hello, Leecast. I started playing in the beginning of the year because some friends told me to, and man, this game is so good. I main AD carry because I really enjoy ranged and auto attack heavy champions. The competitiveness of the game really spoke to me. And so I've uh, grinded through many guys in coaching sessions. Uh, I'm currently Silver 3-0 LP. That's not bad for my first season, right? I have some general questions and for AD Carry. My first one being, how do you think AD Carry has to be approached uh, right now? It's just so hard to not die. I play mainly Ash, Kate, and Jin, and want to learn Vayne for next season. I think I would get better results when playing easier... I, I would get better results playing easier champions like Ash, but I love the skill shots and complexity of Caitlyn and Jin. Any recommendations? I really want to push to gold next season, and so I have some questions about how to VOD review properly in my ELO. I am writing mistakes that I find uh, on an extra document to remember them and to try to find a reoccurring problem to work on. Do you have any tips slash advice for that? Uh, I also wanted to ask for some ranked mindset slash rituals. How do you stay focused and play uh, your best for a long period of time? I think I'll never play more than three games in a row because of tilt and concentration. How do you guys manage that? Uh, my last question would be, if you have any other advice to climb to gold next season, is there anything I should be worried about? Love the podcast, and sorry for the long email. Can you tell the story how this ritual started? <laughs> Keep up the great work, Yoshin Crabs. Uh, I, I think it's as simple as Build Gale someone... Force. <laughs> okay, <laughs> one, one second. So I think for the long email, uh, I think someone just said that, and then it just picked up from there with you know several people following uh, and then sending in memes like, the uh, the subject line and then sorry for the long email that's the entire email um so it, it's just something that i think has caught on from when we did receive you know pages and pages of of actual long emails i mean um, i think you guys would like comment towards like the end of like episodes like the ep- like sorry if we mm-hmm. didn't get to people's emails like, yeah getting, like too long or whatever like or like this email was like really long and I mm-hmm. think eventually people are just like, oh, I'm going to apologize for that. But then people are like, well, that's kind of funny how people are apologizing for that. And then they start okay. apologizing for it more. And it became like a meme over Interesting. time. It wasn't like a specific email that like did it. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. So for AD carry, I think the, the current meta is just range. Play something that's pretty long range. Caitlyn Ash is good. Jin's pretty good too. Uh, and then just try to follow the, the flow of your support. Um, the support is going to dictate the lane. You're not going to start fights most of the time until you, you know, reach level six on Ash, something like that. Um, but you're going to follow up pretty well. So I, it's just going to come with experience for, for these particular characters. But the, the current ranged meta at the moment is long range for sure. Um, so you've picked up the right characters. I would say just keep, keep playing those three. I, I think they're all pretty, pretty strong right now. Um, and no, absolutely, like Silver 3 is is incredible for your first season. I think that's very impressive. Yeah, I was definitely not Silver 3 on my first season. <laughs> Neither was I. So. <laughs> I was definitely in the bronze gang. Yeah. Um, so, Drew, how do you uh, – what what sort of tips do you have as someone who um, – you, you know, you don't have any troubles getting to gold, right? Mm-hmm. But but how do, you, how do you do that? Like, what's your mindset going in? Um, 
I mean, a lot of the times, like, you guys, like, preach over and over again, just play one character. Like, that's what I did. I played Nocturne. I just spammed him. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, also, like, just if you're tilted, like, if you play, like, two games and you're, like, upset, a lot of times if I'm, like, playing by myself, I'll just, like, listen to, like, get, like, a podcast going or something on the other screen, Mm -hmm. something where I can, like, semi-put my attention to and, like, kind of, like, detox from that. That's what I do. I just play something on the other screen. But, like, if you, like, yeah, just, I, that, those are my two tips, I would say. Okay. Play one champ and then, like, listen to something you enjoy. Yeah, so I, I think um, that's definitely something we've talked about a lot. Like, playing one champion or, like, two or three at the very most is going to be tremendously beneficial mm-hmm. um and this is honestly the first year that i started doing that where i would i you know i didn't play one champion throughout the entire year but at any specific period in time you know i had one character that i considered my main um and i would you know pick them whenever i excuse me whenever i could um so def- definitely do that focus on the character that you enjoy the most and just try to play them as as, as often as you can um for ha- trying to stay focused um during ranked i I think it's one of those things where it's going to be day dependent there are some days where i feel like i'm playing really well um you know getting pretty unlucky but and and, you know i'll play a couple games at most just to just because it it feels like i should stop playing you know i i get this Mm -hmm. sort of um i don't know internal feeling that okay well it's just gonna it's just a bad day for league i'm not gonna not gonna play anymore yeah Uh, and then you'll have days where you're like holy shit like i'm smurfing my teams are so godlike i i just need to keep playing as much as i can like everything's going right i'm not in loser's queue anymore yeah exactly It's, it's just a feeling you get you know and uh so i would say aim to play if you're gonna sit down and play some ranked aim to play like i don't know two games and see where it goes from there if you're having a great day keep going you know play that if you're having a bad day take a break and come back later or you know just call it for the day that's okay too uh, as long as you're you're getting your games in over the course of a season um it's important to remember that ranked is is a marathon and not a sprint each game that you play by itself doesn't matter too much um but over the course of the season you know how you're playing is going to be indicative of of where you wind up yeah so. i mean like if i'm like really tilted too sometimes i'll just like hop in tft and play a game of tft too yeah, like, exactly. Do something that just do something that's not ranked. Yeah. I think that's the yeah, most exactly. important thing. Or like yeah. even the norms. Just play like a different role and just have fun. Play mm-hmm. something you like. Um, as for VOD reviews and, and taking notes, you you kind of got it down to a T. Uh, anytime you feel like a mistake was made, or if you want to go back in retrospect and see, uh, like, okay, how did this particular team fight go so poorly? Why did we lose that? Um, you know, that's that's the time to do it. Mark down any timestamps where where you have some questions or want to want to know some more information and then i think that's just the way to go uh keep up the good work uh yojin and good luck let us yeah. know how it goes great email next email it, thank you <laughs> thank you uh next email is from sharko <laughs> i was channeling my inner uh yojin to say thank you for uh, to you <laughs> uh next email is from sharko uh, hey, Lee Cast Boys, when I replied to the roundtable question this week, my uh, response was with an MMA spinoff series with Vi and Set brought up Fox Loaf's three-part story emails that were featured in three episodes, 430, 31, and 432. Uh, for those who haven't heard it, it's very based and cool. Uh, it was just before I started listening to the podcast, so I listened through the discussions, and one email I thought was cool was the Frankenstein champion email of the last two years' worth of champions. I got to thinking about a Frankenstein champion based on 
around individual regions or factions of champions. In the spirit of Arcane, could you piece together a Piltover slash Zaun champion? Having Jace ult would be cool for it since you could have Piltover abilities on one mode and Zaun on the other. Uh, thanks for the continuous smooth content sent from a lawnmower 5.0 now with Wi-Fi emailing capabilities and mini games to play as you maintain your lawn. Sharko. What a good what a good outro. What a great outro. Uh, what a good email, too. What a great email. It's a great email, Sharko. I got to say, work. these emails this week, Nick, have been top tier. They've been, they've been top tier, right, actually? Top tier. <laughs> um, so what sort of, like, Piltover Zahn Frankenstein monster would you have? Uh, if you if you could, um, so if I was to make it like a Piltover Zon champion, I'd probably have him like be like a big purple muscly guy. Uh huh. He'd yeah. probably like use like I don't know, like a cleaver or something. Oh, that's pretty sick. Why, yeah, yeah. why why would he be using a cleaver? Like, is that part well, of his backstory? Kind of, yeah. So you see, he's like a doctor guy, and he like oh that's goes sick. around and he like cuts people up with it. And I think Dang. he'd be kind of like crazy and muscly too. Okay, muscly. Nice. That sounds awesome. Does, do you have like a name in the works for this character? Or? Um, I was thinking like Blundo. Okay, yeah, Doctor Doctor Blundo. Doctor Blundo, yeah. I'll work That's on sick. it. I'll workshop it. Yeah, I workshop it around, but yeah. I think you're pretty close. I think, that <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Good. I think you should yeah. heal a lot too, just because like, like go into like yeah, because he's a doctor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Does but he like, ever like throw the cleaver because he's angry? Well, yeah, but the one thing I really want is for him to be able to, like, pull it back out. Like, I think that'd be sick if, like, you throw a cleaver and you run up to someone and pull it that's back a out. Really, that's a really good and unique idea. I don't think that exists in the game at all. No, it doesn't. So. And I, you know, I, I think I'm really smart for thinking of that myself. Too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Very uh, unique content. Mm-hmm. Um, you, Nick? <laughs> uh, I, for, for a Frankenstein one, it's kind of hard because I feel like they... Uh, I, I would say, like, a combination of, like, Twitch Warwick... Uh, I think like a like a I don't know a rat that can hunt like a a, a hunter rat would be pretty cool. Oh, you mean I don't know how to. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess that's just action. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. Yeah, I would add the action to the uh, action to to filter words on. Thanks, Sharko. Thanks, Next Sharko. email's from Arsonist. Uh, Sharko, great email. Arsonist great, says great email. Pike is so goddamn fun. Uh, I've had him sitting at Mastery 6 for a while now, but I picked him up again recently, and I'm having more fun playing League than ever before. He teaches such a good play style, too. He rewards being hyper-aggressive, which stops laning phase from being boring. Uh, he encourages ro- he encourages roaming with his W and E. He demolishes vision charts with W picking up control wards from a distance. Then zombie wards and umbral glaive first item means all enemy wards become your own wards. His W uh, makes it also easy to scan a huge area with umbral and oracle lens. He teaches so many great support skills, landing hooks, being willing to engage, and he just prints money for the team. I think everyone should pick him up if they're w- uh, learning support. And decently comfortable with the game. P.S. Anyone mentioning the length of this email gets their name put on the list and can expect a Pike Alt hand delivered in the next two to four working days. Well, that's kind of rude. That is kind of rude, but it is it, it is the re, um, the weekend when we're currently recording this, so uh, it's true. <laughs> that's a couple. You get an extra couple days from now. <laughs> Uh, plus Thanksgiving, it's gonna be two weeks from now by the time you get Pike Alt. <laughs> um, I got time. So yeah, I think <laughs> I think uh, I think Pike's a Pike's a good support. I do think he has a playstyle unlike any other support. So even though he teaches like a lot of these good skills, it's not going to translate over exceptionally well. Um, but yeah, if you're having fun with him, keep it up. I think Pike's broken with the new lethality item that reduces your ult cooldown when Dude, you get a kill. It's so dumb. It is it's the dumbest so dumb. item right is ever implemented. Play it on Nocturne one time. Just try it. 
I I legitimately can't believe it was added to the game. Um, you but ult, yeah, you alt bot, get two kills, and then you go back to base, and your alt's on a ten second cooldown, and then you alt mid and kill them. That's so that's crazy. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, awesome. Well, th- thanks, arsonist. Good luck with Pike. Good luck. Our uh, second to last email is from Medic Behind You. Hi all, I'm a pretty new listener, only for about a week, but because of my job, I'm listening to you guys for about seven hours a day. Jesus, that's way too much. <laughs> that's way too much uh, hey, Colton and I'll I say can, it. I can relate. <laughs> Uh, I started playing League back in 2019, and after three or so months, I took a break due to school and only started playing again recently. Uh, as I've been getting my skills back, I've had a few questions that came up, and I thought this was a perfect way to find out. I'm a support main, but I secondary top because I rarely get it and have autofill protection as a support main, and I'm wanting to get better uh, at it even though I rarely get filled into it. I've been hearing a lot about the Kench and Shen, and they sound interesting as they are both technically supports as well, and I prefer the tank engage gameplay style in some mages. Uh, I also dislike being the carry in games as I get massive performance anxiety. Uh, after uh, all that being said, what advice do you have for me? Should I stay secondary top? Should I switch to mid or bot? What should I try and pick up first? I understand preseason is coming slash happening as I write this, but just some general pointers would be nice. Uh, anywho, thanks for your, uh, the entertainment you've provided me and the advice me and others have received. Uh, also, from one of the sleeper pick segments from a while ago, I've been playing some support Heimer in normals and having a blast. Uh, the damage early is crazy, and as long as you're careful with the turret placement, you don't steal uh, CS. Thanks, and I forgive you for the length of my email. P.S. With the Udyr rework, do you think they will update the skins, as some of them are pretty crusty? Medic. Uh, yeah, I think the... the it should uh, be a visual all of the, too, right? Like, yeah, it's a visual gameplay, so I think all yeah. of his skins are getting a rework, honestly. Yeah, I, I I'm very excited for that. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be super cool. Um, yeah, I, th- I think top lane is a is a good secondary role for you. Um, if you want to play supports, I think those are two great characters. Um, I I say just go for it. Uh, I I think you should spend a couple normals, like maybe ten normals per champion, Tom Kench and Shen, and just sort of feeling out how their laning phases typically go, uh, their trading patterns, their item builds. Um, how you should move around the map with them. It's pretty important on, on those characters. Uh, and then, you know, watch some guides. Aiden put out a fantastic Tom Kench guide that still is applicable uh, to to this season. Um, and there are a ton of Shen guides out there for from Shen run tricks. Uh, so put a little research in and, and play some games, and, and you should be able to play those pretty proficiently pretty quickly. All right, now for the good advice. Become yeah. the Heimerdinger one trick. The Heimerdinger support one trick yes. or just yes. Heimerdinger in general? Okay. I recently uh, was in a game in gold mm-hmm. with a uh, 2 million you mastery just, you point. You can just say high elo, Drew. You don't have to say Oh, yeah, 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 high elo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, above 60%, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, but yeah, he was a fiddlesticks with over uh, 2 million mastery points and he wow. only played support. I looked at his account. He had over 1,000 games on fiddlesticks support. And you know what? We won that game, so... Oh my god, nice. It, it was it wasn't even close. Him and the Yasuo ADC just absolutely hard stomped. That's crazy. Wow, it was Yasuo Fiddlesticks bot lane. <laughs> yeah, they synergized That's really crazy. Well with all the Fiddlesticks knockups and stuff. Yeah, it Yeah, awesome. true. <laughs> true. <laughs> uh all right, awesome. Thanks, Medic. Our very last email is from uh Senex. Hello there, it's me again. Uh, thanks for the tips last email I sent. It really helped me with my motivation. Just wanted to check in and tell you guys uh, that I've got a lot more characters in my top lane roster now. I've also had a question about when ranked season starts uh, in this next season. 
uh, because this will be my first full season that I play. Uh, one last question is, how do I find Aurelia's counter matchups? I tend to play her pretty aggressively in my lane. Uh, thanks, Cenex. Ooh, some bad news on that last one, Drew. You want to go ahead and fill it in? Wait, wait. Who, what was the champion he said again? Aurelia. What are the Aurelia counters? Uh, Alt F4 button, I think. Yeah, there are... I, I, Aurelia is a very difficult champion to, to counter. You Shen. can try Poppy. Actually, though, Shen. Yeah, Shen's... It should be pretty good, but if you fall behind in that lane, you just lose. Um, yeah, Shen, Poppy uh, is pretty good into anyone who is overly reliant on their mobility. Um, but as for when ranked season starts, when did um, ranked season 2021 start? Let's see. So this year it started. Uh, oh, of course it's not gonna. It's not gonna say. Well, that would be um, that'd be too convenient. Yeah, it would it would very much be too. I mean, convenient. it was January. Uh, usually, it, it's like right? January. Yeah, the first. Oh, okay, so first week or two in January, um, yeah. and then you'll you'll be able to go all the way until early to mid November. So mm -hmm. a, a good eleven months to to get those in. Uh, 10, 11 months. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add, Drew? Um, I don't like Irelia either. Yeah, she's hard. <laughs> she's hard um yeah get some jungler help and then and then try to just pull it down earlier yeah it's uh it's I mean, really exciting i think the start of a ranked season i remember my first ranked season that i played like all the way through i had a blast i played so many games i think i like i was like bronze and i ended like gold and i played literally two months of my life <laughs> yeah i mean it's super fun like i i've put in you know several hundred ranked games over the past you know few seasons each um i have a good time being excited to see what like possibilities the season has in store mm -hmm. and it's just a, it's a lot of fun so enjoy that Senex. when they'll nerf um, renekton again yeah exactly <laughs> and that'll do it so Sick. uh yeah thanks drew i appreciate what, it what do i usually say what's my new outro i have to have like a special outro like colton oh you want to have an outro okay yeah, i gotta have a cool outro what do i say um i don't know maybe something about your your dr blundo character the doctor's coming for you i don't know <laughs> I, I'll workshop it. I'll workshop it. Yeah. Go ahead and just give us what the first thing that comes to your mind. Uh, Blundo, go this way. How about that? All right. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Blundo. <laughs> okay. Oh, my mouse is in All right, there. <laughs>